welcome to the Ride Life Podcast, a podcast dedicated to fitness and health for women mountain bikers, focusing in on the rider who wants to keep their body healthy, ride for fun, and feel stronger on their bike. I'm Liz, the host of this podcast. I'm a doctor of physical therapy, and I'm a level one mountain biking skills instructor. Before we get into today's episode, if you haven't checked out the Ride Life team, our monthly membership, you should. It's a fitness program helping you to empower your body, focusing on workouts for your level of strength, specifically for mountain biking ladies. Ladies that have just started these workouts are showing gains in just a couple weeks in bike balance and confidence on the trail. Check out the link through the episode notes below. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Hello ladies, I hope everybody's doing good today. Sorry it's been a little bit since I've been on. I've had some major life things happen. So I don't know if y'all have seen, but if you are on Facebook or Instagram, I announced and shared a little secret. I am pregnant and I also about, I guess it would be just shy of three weeks ago, I had an appendectomy. And so all of this kind of correlating and accumulating together, obviously my podcast kind of fell on the lacking of things that I needed to get done. So here we are again. So today I wanted to talk about some of the ways that I've managed the past couple weeks because, and even the first trimester of my pregnancy, because it hasn't been a walk in the park. It hasn't been this like glorious thing. Oh, I'm glowing. I'm pregnant. I've also had some issues in the past with some of my previous pregnancies or my miscarriages. And so today I wanted to talk a little bit about some of my strategies I used in the past couple weeks that have helped me kind of get through some of the tough, rough times in efforts or in effort to help y'all get through some tougher, rough times. They may be as extreme as having surgery, or they may even be that you got frustrated on the trail and need to kind of walk yourself back into what you need to be doing, what you need to focus on, so you don't crash or you don't have another injury or something that happens from that, and or just life stuff, because let's be honest, life is sometimes hard. (laughs) So I wanted to go through at least three of my tips that I've used over the past little bit for that. Oh my gosh, y'all. I can't believe I had an appendectomy. I was pregnant, so I was 12 weeks pregnant, started having pain, that lovely right lower quadrant. OB sent me to the ER after they did a nice little assessment, and then I ended up in surgery later that night. Afterwards, and also during my first trimester, I've had a lot of nausea and just general malaise, fatigue, not my typical self. My husband even told the ER doc, because they kept asking me if I was nauseous. He's like, she hasn't been the same for the past like four to six weeks due to my nausea and things of that sort. And they finally stopped asking me those questions. Apparently you get nauseous whenever you have an appendicitis. But that wasn't anything new for me. It was just painful at that time. So after I had it, I needed a ton of help. Matt was, my husband was helping me with moving around. My independence was shot. I couldn't get up from any chair or the couch or bed. And mind you, I'm pregnant, so I have to pee apparently a fair amount. And so he was helping me with all of that. All of my independence was gone. Well, I had a nice mental crush breakdown pretty much every single day. All I cried like definitely every day, maybe multiple times a day. And going through this, 
I finally wrapped my head and had the mental capacity to start looking and changing some aspects. This is obviously after a couple days of this because my mental, my mental capacity and clarity was not there after surgery. I don't know if it was going through surgery or just everything in my body was not processing quite as well with it. But once I started actually getting back a little bit of my mental fortitude and clarity, then I started implementing these things. So one of the first things that I started to work on was, and my friend Liz Sampy, I don't know if you guys follow her, but she's an adventure rider, racer. She does all these amazing trips. Check her out if you, if you haven't. She came into the Ride Life team and talked about, in one of our team meetings, the red zone and not making decisions while you're in the red zone, but allowing yourself to actually be in the red zone. And the red zone is where you are, <laughs> where I was crying. I was not making good decisions then. I didn't have any ability to change things, but there's the ability to make a time that you can, that you need to stop being in the red zone, that you need to start adjusting how your view is on life. And so that was one of her suggestions to the team is that allow yourself to be there, but then make one change. It can be super, super small, like for me, eating some crackers or bigger steps, looking and making the decision that I will eventually be walking on my own. And I know that sounds like, yeah, Liz, that's stupid. Like, of course, you're going to end up walking on your own. Like, you're going to have your independence back. But at those times, whenever you're in the red zone or you're in that low dumps and it's the third time in the night that you're waking up to go pee and your husband has to get out of bed to help you get out of bed and walk you to the bathroom and help pull down your pants to go to the bathroom. Like, it's those are times when you're like, well, this really, really sucks. And on top of it, the pain and others, other aspects of it, but just the, going through those processes. So making one, so allow, so this is kind of two and one. So one, allowing yourself to be in that red zone, having those emotions are important. They are needed to go through. You need to process things. I don't, I didn't need to just shove it all away immediately. I needed to go through some of that mental processing. I needed to cry. I needed to have frustration. I needed to feel a little bit hopeless. So then I could change it. I could make the decisions to alter that versus just suppressing all of it. And I could start to make those little steps of, all right, so next time I'm going to try to scoot my butt a little bit further to the side. That's going to work me in my mental state towards my independence or I'm going to start looking forward into what is the next step? What, what can I look forward to in hoping and like even in a month down the road or even a couple weeks down the road of like, what is my, what's my life going to look like? What's my schedule going to look like? How am I taking control of my situation to move forward calendar wise, activity wise? I'm planning on going to Colorado in June and making sure that I can kind of navigate some of that and what are some of the steps I need to take towards that. And so all of those things come into changing and getting out of the red zone, making small decisions to move forward. Those are big. And then you can take the next thing to change how your future can look. You can take the next step and the next step and the next step. 
But until you make that first step, small yet it be, it's hard to make the, the one that's after it. And so eating some crackers or <laughs> putting a little ginger chew in my mouth to help me feel a little bit better, not quite as nauseous and not dry heaving quite as much. Like all of those things made little decisions, made little movements forward that helped me to move myself away from the red zone and make, make decisions that were best suited for me at the time. And so how you apply this to different aspects. So you just failed something on the trail. You're super mad. You didn't make it up something. What is one step you can do to help that? One thing is you can maybe even just walk down the trail and try it again and change your expectations of what you wanted. All right, I'm going to try to get past this one route here. I'm not going to go for the entire thing at the moment, but I'm going to get past this one thing, this one root section, this one little bump, and I'm going to work towards that. And those smaller aspects of changing, or even just the decision that you're going to try again, can be huge for getting you and moving you forward to that red zone. Also, side note, you may also need some crackers or some food on the trip too, because we all need nutrition and that can make us hangry. <laughs> so number two kind of flows into that a little bit, or the third. So those were kind of two different ones. And then the third one is a little bit different. It's a little bit of an acceptance of where you are. It's an acceptance that life's not always roses and peaches and perfect. But it also, as you look at some of the setbacks in life as you look at some of these struggles that as you start to move forward from them then it makes the other stuff a little bit sweeter it makes it where going to the bathroom now independently is really freaking nice um having a bowel movement in the morning it's really freaking nice and those little smaller aspects yet it's still my stomach doesn't feel the best at the moment whenever i'm doing those things but it's it's a movement forward and I feel thankful that I can't have that. And so taking your little rewards as you go as, as more of a win or more of like a, a mindset change of this, this is happening and I'm, I'm grateful for this, this step forward, but not comparing yourself to where you were beforehand. So even though it was, pregnant before the surgery and pregnant after the surgery, thank God, I need to change my mindset of where I'm going to be and comparing those two aspects because I had surgery. And so this goes in for injuries, this goes in for other different life changes that happen, but knowing what the ditches look like makes the top and crest of the hills even that much sweeter. If it wasn't hard to get there, then you wouldn't be quite as thankful for it. You wouldn't be stoked about it. And so as you go through and make some of these moves forward, as I went through and made some of these moves forward, like I went out and went hiking this past weekend. I say hiking. I walked a little bit in the woods and with some friends and it was super nice. We went at a nice easy pace. I saw some flowers, the rhododendron or the mountain laurel were blooming. It was beautiful. And I just enjoyed it. I enjoyed my time in the sun. I was exhausted afterwards. You talk to my friend Michelle, <laughs> but I I was so thankful for it. Versus if I had just gone on that hike, otherwise, like I, I would have been thankful, but I wouldn't have been as thankful for it. I would have been as feeling of 
oh my gosh, this is so wonderful. And so as we look back and we know that we have these strengths to move forward into these things, we have the willpower, we have the desire, we will get past the harsh things. You will move past it. You're not going to stay there because you don't want to. And as you move forward into these different aspects, then celebrate your small wins. Be thankful, feel blessed, and enjoy it. Be in the present. Make that that little move forward be so much of a blessing for you. Don't take away your own movement forward by all of a sudden looking at where you want to be and where you were before and how you want to get there. You will. It will take some time. I will, it will take some time for me to get back on the bike. I'm going to hopefully try to get on the trainer maybe this week, maybe next week. I don't know. We'll see. Um, and just see how it feels. You know, I may end up being on there like two minutes or it might be longer. Who knows? We'll see how it goes with it. But trialing these things and knowing that I will and I do have the desire to move forward means that I will move forward. I will get there. And having that determination, having that strength, having that power to look forward, see where you will go, but also being present and knowing that you have succeeded in the in this present time is huge for overcoming different obstacles, whether you have an injury, whether you have different setbacks, whether you want to work on different skills, whether you are just battling something else in life, you are strong, you are worthy to be there, and you can. And so those are things that you can keep with you and that you can tell yourself again and again. There was uh, another lady that we had on the team, um, Danielle. She is a baller. She runs the whole human project. And she's all about empowering oneself and making sure that you, you are worthy, that you should be where you are, aka like you belong on the trail. You belong out here. You belong anywhere you want to be. And that you are strong, you are loved, you are worthy, you are great. You know, like all of those aspects you need to keep with you. And so as we, as I talk about this, like kind of third tip, it's keeping in a mantra, celebrating your wins and knowing that you will move forward. Those are the big things to look for. Now, if you need help as you move forward, which I might, you know, I've reached out to a couple people, um, talked to a public floor person, you know, all of these different aspects you bring them in as you need them. It doesn't mean that I'm going to do all of this by myself. No, I haven't done any of this by myself yet. I've had the support of my husband, my friends, other people that I've contacted, reached out, even that I haven't even met in person, but just online, and they have been helpful for me. And so it's not that you have to do all of this alone, but it's bringing in people when you need it, asking for help. and. It, being able to accept that help. So kind of get a recap through all of this is one, allow yourself to be in the red zone, just like Liz Sampy told all the team members, but then make a time that you are going to get out of the red zone and make one step, one decision that you can change the future, whether it's eating something, whether it's that you're going to hike your bike in the next little bit, whether it's you're going to go back in to do that section again. Any of those and all of those make a huge difference for it. And so having that prerogative or that mindset is huge for it. And also not making decisions when you're in that red zone because it's never a good time. 
Then going into the last kind of recap of knowing that where you came from, um, this like kind of valley, this low, making wins and, and kind of celebrating those wins as you go, and knowing that you are determined to get to get where you want, whether it's where you wanted to be where you were before, that's a comparison to a certain extent, and or just looking at your own separate journey starting again. You're, you're now looking forward within that. You're not looking back. And so that you are strong, determined, worthy, and you should and can get there. And so in getting help along the way as you, as you need it, which most of us do. I hope this was helpful for y'all and kind of a little insight into what I've been dealing with and going through over the last couple weeks and a little bit before that. Uh, I plan on sharing a little bit more about my history and my journey with trying to get pregnant and just a little bit of my past through it. Um, yeah, I hope that this was helpful. Cheers, y'all. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Well, that wraps up another episode of the Ride Life Podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, please subscribe below. And also, if you want to empower your body, if you want to feel stronger on your bike and you need more direction of what to do or how to do it, if you need to understand how to actually use your core better, check out the monthly membership, The Ride Life Team, in the episode notes below. You won't be disappointed. Take care and happy riding.